0: Good morning and welcome to MorningEncouragement.com. My name is Glenn Siepert and uh, it is awesome, very awesome to have you here uh, this morning. Morning Encouragement is a blog that I write on uh, a couple of times a week, uh, a couple of, of posts a week, and then on Saturday, typically I do a vlog or a a video blog, and really the, the objective of MorningEncouragement.com is to encourage you, uh, to inspire you, to push you forward into your day and all that God has for you. Uh, this is a podcast, and I call the podcast Blogs to Go. Uh, essentially what I do is I, I talk through the, the post that I put up on a given day. So if you don't have time to sit and read it, or you kind of want to Just listen to it while you're getting ready for work or on your way to work or you're on a break or whatever. You you can do that. You don't have to sit and read it. You can kind of multitask, I I guess you could say. But uh, hey, it's really great again to have you here. I'm really happy that you stopped by. You can download the Morning Encouragement app if you want to in the Apple App Store. Uh, You can also find the podcast in the podcast app by searching Morning Encouragement You can look me up on Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all those fun places, and uh, we will connect for, for sure. So I hope that you enjoy this post. I hope it encourages you and inspires you and that you have a super, super day. Today's entry is called One Reason Why Problems Can Be a Good Thing One reason why problems can be a good thing, and to be honest with you, I could do without all of the hard times in life, right? I mean, 2016, I don't know about you, but 2016 for me and for my family has been really rough. Uh, We've experienced a lot of loss, a lot of heartache, a lot of confusion, and a lot of really overwhelming circumstances, and... In fact, the other day I was looking back over this last year and and all that it's entailed and I found myself sitting literally in a pile of of tears. I mean, I was sitting, thinking, pondering, recalling all of the stuff that's happened to us and all of the things that we've been through when I felt tears begin to roll down my cheeks. I mean, it's been a rough year, death, loss, confusion, Dead ends, health problems, all this stuff, right? Every category you can think of (laughs) that's bad, that's difficult, uh, has mercilessly invaded our 2016. And and as I was sitting and, and recalling and pondering it all, God brought to mind a verse from the book of James that quite honestly really ticked me off. And I don't mind telling you that. This verse that God brought to my mind really made me angry. Uh, James says this, he says, count it all joy, all joy, he says, when you fall into various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. What? I mean, I'm thinking about this verse, right? While the tears are kind of coming down my face, I think to myself, is this a cruel joke? Right? Right? Uh, Like, what is going on? I'm thinking about all this stuff. This verse is ringing in my ears, and I find myself becoming really angry at God. Joy? Patience? Like, isn't there another way? I mean, you expect me to be joyful in the midst of death and loss and heartache and confusion, and everything else has gone wrong in 2016? Everything that you, God, mind you, allowed to go wrong? So that patience can be produced in me. <laughs> I mean, it's not like it was one tragedy or one problem. We had multiple things going on, sometimes all at the same time. And maybe I could endure one or two, or, or maybe I could find joy in, in one of them, but but give me a break, God. Right? And as I muttered that under my breath, God reminded me that James the guy who wrote that verse, and I never really thought of this, so God kind of just downloaded this to me in the moment, but, but James, the guy who wrote that, who said that trials are a good thing because they produce patience, he was the brother of Jesus. I mean, talk about having a rough few years, right? Here was a guy who watched his brother, his own flesh and blood, be ridiculed, harassed, and murdered. And his family was probably the talk of the town. And I'm sure that he had to comfort his mother at some point who lost her son to such a tragic death. This same James says that we should count it as joy when we come up against trials because trials are building a holy patience within us. And I guess he probably knew what he was talking about. He could literally probably be the poster child for hard times. Uh, And as he wrote those words, and as he wrote it with his pen or or whatever, I I wonder if he had the death of his brother in mind. Like, I wonder if he was remembering the sight of his brother nailed to a cross, his blood, his tears, his screams. and, And I wonder if... He was recalling all of the gossip that was going on around town about his family. And I wonder if he was remembering the sobs of Mary coming from her bedroom late at night as she mourned the loss of her son. Count it all joy, he says, when you face trials of various kinds, knowing that the testing of your faith produces patience. And so as I thought about all of that, this verse became a little bit easier to swallow. Because I began to think about how the brutal murder of his brother helped mold James into a more holy person. He probably became a source of strength for his family. It probably brought him to his knees in prayer over and over again. And so it probably deepened his walk with God. It deepened his walk with God so much, in fact that he wrote the book of James in the New Testament where that verse comes from and became one of the pillars of the early church. I guess James is right. Trials do make us more like God. Now, I'm not sure if that can encourage you this morning. I hope it does, but it really encouraged me. It encouraged me to know that James didn't just write those words because he thought that they were a good idea, but rather he wrote them because he had been there. Right, He had experienced heartache, he experienced the confusion, he experienced sadness, he experienced loss. He experienced all of that and more in the tragic loss of his brother. And so his words about facing trials and problems and being joyful through it all are words that we ought to listen to. And I should mention one more thing. Because this can easily get lost in, in talking about all this. But being joyful through trials does not... N-O-T does not mean that you have a fake smile on all of the time and you act like your life is just great. Being joyful is not about being fake, but it's about keeping your head up during the hardest times of your life. And your eyes turned not towards your problems, but towards heaven. Because you know, you're confident that no matter what happens, no matter how dark, scary, confusing, and bad it is, God is with you through it all. Now, as Paul said in the book of Romans, he will work all things together for your good. Right, Like James said, he'll use them to make you more like him. And I want to tell you this morning that you can bank on that. God is a God who keeps his promises. I'm praying for you today. I hope that you all have a fantastic day and uh, keep looking up I know it's hard. I know it's not easy, but God is there. And this thing, this hard thing that you're going through, he's going to use it to make you more like him, to make you a better person who has a bigger and larger impact on the people around you. Have a great day.